Man, I want to preach to you today. I think I want to teach a Bible study. That's what I want to do. The best way I know how to do. Amen. Praise God for all of our. Heard there were some friends watching from Brazil today. Praise God. Bon dia. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. You got your Bible? Isaiah 9 and 6 is my favorite Bible study. Amen. I love to talk about who Jesus is. Amen. Is anybody going to help me today? Amen. I appreciate all of our, some more guests. I don't, I don't, I didn't have a card and maybe they've started since I left. I don't know. Amen. That's what you call a growing church. If you miss church a couple of times, you have to introduce yourself to new people. Praise God. Isaiah 9 and 6, the Bible said, for unto us a child is born. And unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful. Everybody say Wonderful. Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, and he's the Prince of Peace. Amen. I want to preach for just a little while about that baby from Bethlehem. Amen. Set your Bibles down. Lift your hands to the Lord together. Amen. Open up your voice and cry out like a trumpet unto God. We need you, Lord. We thank you, Jesus. Come on, the Holy Ghost wants to help people in this place. The Holy Ghost wants to confirm some things in people's minds. God wants to reveal some things in your spirit today. Hallelujah. Why don't you reach over if it's appropriate and join up with somebody. Amen. Pray with them right now. Pray that their ears would be open. Their mind would be open. Their understanding would be open to what God would say. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus. We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord. Come on, lift your voice up a little bit more. I feel like God has got something special. Come on, there's a special revelation coming for people today. Amen. There's an opening of the eyes today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Everyone on everybody, put your hands together for Jesus now. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. You can be seated. Thank you for standing. I want to preach about, everybody say, the baby from Bethlehem. Amen. This Isaiah 9 and 6 is a, uh, what is called in theology, it's called a messianic prophecy, which means it's a prophecy of the Messiah coming. Amen. And this is a story, a prophecy of Jesus Christ. Amen. And I want to preach to you today that Jesus Christ was more than just a man. Amen. I'm going to preach he was more than just a man. Hallelujah. In the Bible, the Bible says that this child that was going to be born would be called the Son of God. Amen. What this means is, is that the flesh, everybody say the flesh, the man, the, the carne, the, 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 the temple, the tabernacle, the, the DNA was created by the Spirit of God. 
Everybody say, the flesh was created by the Spirit. Amen. So after Joseph sees the angel, the angel tells him, Amen, this, this woman Mary that you have taken and espoused, she's going to have a child, but this child is going to be conceived by the, by the Spirit of God, by the Holy Ghost. And so Joseph believes the story, and amen, and he does not come unto his wife until after she has the baby, Jesus. And so he does not have a father that was upon this earth. Amen. Jesus, that's why he was called the Son of God, is because that it was the Spirit of God that came upon a woman, and this woman bare the, the, the baby that would be called Jesus. Amen. Thank God for this wonderful story. Amen. Thank God for the Word of God, and thank God for the revelation that we know exactly who Jesus really is. Amen. You could say it like this. That, that the Spirit built the flesh. Amen. The Spirit of God made his own house. You could say that. Amen. He created the place that he would tabernacle. Amen. But at the same time, this Son of God, the Bible tells us that he would also have another name or he would have another title, you could call it, and it's that he would be called the Mighty God. Well, hallelujah. Amen. This son of God who would be named Jesus at the same time would be called the mighty God. Amen. And at the same time, this given son, he would be called the everlasting father. Amen. Who is it that is the everlasting father? Who is it that is the mighty God? Let me tell you who it is. It was that baby that was born at Bethlehem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for the truth. Amen. But not only was he called the mighty God, and not only was he called the everlasting Father, but the Bible also says that this son that was going to be given, he would also be called the Prince of Peace. Amen. If you need peace in your life today, let me tell you where it is. Uh, it's in the story of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. He is the prince. Everybody say the prince. Amen. In Revelation 19 and 6, the Bible says that Jesus will come back and he will have words written on his vesture or on his clothing that says this, King of kings and Lord of lords. Who was it? It was Jesus. Who is it that's coming on a white horse, uh, written on his clothing? I'm king of kings, uh, and I'm lord of lords. Uh, it was the baby uh, that was born at Bethlehem. Oh, somebody ought to love Jesus in this house. Hallelujah, hallelujah. So what is the Bible saying? It's saying that Jesus will be Father, which is king, and he will be son, which is prince, at the same time. Amen. He's king of kings, and he's prince of peace. What does that mean? The prince is the son of a king. 
Well, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. You know what that means? It's all in him. It's all in him. The fullness of the Godhead. It's all in him. Well, y'all are the best choir. I'm preaching to the choir today, it feels like. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen, but then the Bible goes on to say that this baby, this son that's gonna be given will be called counselor. A counselor, what do you go to a counselor for? You go to get comfort. The Bible's saying he would be the comforter, huh? Amen, and John, the 14th chapter, says the Holy Ghost, which is the comforter. Well, hallelujah, what did Jesus tell his disciples? Uh, I will not leave you comfortless. Uh, He said, I will come to you. Uh, Amen, there's not another one. I said, there's not another one to look to. It's in Jesus. It's all Jesus. It's all him. Well, I feel like preaching to the choir, I guess. Hallelujah. I'm here to stomp the devil. I'm here to rebuke false doctrine. I'm here to rebuke every false teaching. It's all in him. It was all in the baby from Bethlehem. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Think about one scripture. Teaches us that there's only one God. And this one God is everything that you need. Amen. That baby that was born at Bethlehem, he was the everlasting father. Amen. He is the comforter. He is wonderful. He's the one that brings peace. Amen. If you're here today and you need something from God, all you got to do is look to Jesus. Amen. You don't have to try to figure out who to pray to or who's, who's on the clock and who just clocked out and who... How confusing would that be? But thank God, all we got to do, uh, if it's daytime or nighttime, uh, amen, if it's midnight in the prison uh, or it's daytime in the church uh, or you're on the job or driving down the road, uh, when you invoke the name of Jesus, uh, you have invoked uh, the greatest name uh, given ever uh, among men. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Moses speaking in Deuteronomy 6 and 4 said, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Amen. That's why we don't believe any other doctrine that preaches that there's more than one God or more than one person. We don't believe in co-equal, co-eternal, whatever. It's all God. I said it's all God. Amen. Anything else is made up. Everything else is not biblical.
Amen. Hebrews 1 and 3 tells us that Jesus is the express image. Everybody say the image of the person. Everybody say the person of God. That means he's not the vice president of the Trinity. He is the image, the express image of the person of God. Come on, I I come to stand up against some things today. I I come to take dominion in the spiritual realm. I I come to clarify some things in people's mind. God's coming back after a church and we gotta be ready to meet him. Helen, come on, let's love Jesus together. Amen, he's the image. Everybody say the image of the person of God. Amen, God is a spirit and you cannot see a spirit. And that's why Jesus Christ came in the form of a man so that you could see what? The image He came in the form of a man so you could see the image of the person of God. Amen. You, people. Amen. I, I love preaching the oneness of God. Hallelujah. Amen. How wonderful it was. Amen. To see that image of God. Amen. But not only was he the image, but he was the brightness the brightness of his glory. Amen. I always wondered how did Jesus just walk around and get 5,000 people to show up? You're wondering how to invite somebody to church, how to get somebody to come to church. I got a good idea. Maybe we ought to start expressing more of the glory of God. I think when he walked through the streets, uh, amen, and he was loving people, and he was feeding people, and he was healing people, I think they seen the glory of God. Well, let me preach a while. So how did this happen? How on earth did this happen? Thank the Lord. We've got the word of God, 1 Timothy 3 and 16. The Bible says, without controversy. Praise God. Amen. There's no controversy in my mind. Great is the mystery of godliness. God. Who was it? God was manifest in the flesh. Justified in the spirit. Seen of angels. Preached unto the Gentiles. Believed on in the world. And received up into Glory. Amen. Great is the mystery of godliness. In the Bible, when you see the word mystery, that's something that people didn't know before. And God has revealed it to them now. A mystery is is something that you have to get by revelation of God. And so the writer begins, Paul says, great is the revelation of God. If you know who Jesus is today... You're in the upper echelon of revelation in our world. 
You are the blessed of the blessed of the blessed of the blessed. Thank you, Jesus, that we know who you are. Hallelujah. Amen. He said it was a revelation. He said uh, the spirit that manifested itself in the flesh was, everybody say, God. Praise the Lord. The spirit became flesh. The Jesus that was there during the temptation and the angels came and ministered to him was God manifest in the flesh. Everybody say scene of angels. Scene of angels. When was he seen of angels? The angels can't see a spirit. But when that baby was born in Bethlehem, I'm getting ahead of myself now. (laughs) When that baby was born in Bethlehem, let me tell you, that's when the party started. Because the angel showed up to the shepherds watching sheep by night and said unto us, in this night, in the city of David, we got a miracle. We've seen a miracle. Uh, help me God right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. The Bible said he was justified of the spirit. Amen. When that Jesus, the body of it, laid down and gave up the ghost, you've read it. Amen. It was the spirit of God that picked him up. That's what you call justified in the spirit. The spirit said that that, that flesh did exactly what it was supposed to do. One of these days, amen, if we do what we're supposed to do, the Bible said that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead, if it dwells in you, it's going to quicken your mortal body. Amen. Just uh, It's going to quicken. It's going to pick you up. Uh, just like it raised up that flesh of the man Jesus. One of these days, if you've got the Holy Ghost, whether it's by the grave or what, that same spirit is coming back after the people of God, and we're going to be forever with the Lord. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Hallelujah. Thank you for your word, God. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. The Bible said it was God that preached unto the Gentiles. And it wasn't the Jews. They hated the Gentiles. When Jesus was standing by that well, talking to that woman, that Gentile woman, amen, it wasn't just a man. It was God. It was Jesus. Amen. That went throughout the world preaching. 
He was believed on in the world. Who did the Bible say that was? It was God. That was God. Man, when they stood there watching that day as Jesus ascended into the air, what does the Bible tell us? He was caught up. Who was that? That was God. Everybody say that was God. That was God manifest in the flesh. Not another person. Not the vice president. But it was God. Everybody say it was God. So how did this happen? This is how simple it is to understand. God was manifest or he became flesh. Praise God. Spirit became flesh. John says in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him. And without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shineth in darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Amen. I I want you to take a few things from this. The word, everybody say it was in the beginning. The Bible says the word was God. Everybody say the word was God. This word, God, in the New Testament was the Greek word theos, which means the supreme being. So this word was the supreme being. Theos, the same word in the New Testament that in Hebrew in the Old Testament, without getting into a bunch of stuff, was the Yahweh, the Jehovah of the Old Testament is the theos in the New Testament. And the Bible says the word was Theos, the word was God. So the word was in the beginning. The word was God. And the word made everything. Everything that was made was made by the word which was Theos. And then the Bible said, and the word which was Theos was made flesh. Please forgive me, but I got to preach the oneness of God today. Amen. The word which was God became flesh. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So the baby from Bethlehem was the mighty God, the everlasting father, But there wasn't two persons, and there sure wasn't three persons, but the Bible said there was one God. And that one supreme being, which is a spirit, became flesh and dwelt among us, and we beheld the glory. John said we saw it with our own eyes. We saw God. 
rest in the flesh. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Amen. So now, here comes this Jesus. And he's speaking to people. Let me tell you how important it is for you to know who Jesus is. Amen. The Bible says that if you don't figure this out, that's what Jesus said. If you do not believe that I am he. Well, hallelujah. Well, I wish he would preach something else. No, if we don't get this. We're now going to make heaven our home. This is very important. Amen. There's not different flavors of who's going to make it to heaven and who ain't. It ain't going to be the Jewish quarter and the Catholic quarter and the Pentecostal section. It's going to be the people that got this in their heart and got a revelation of who Jesus is. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. He said, if you do not believe that I am he, you shall die in your sins. Praise God. I'm preaching an important message right now. Praise God. This is, you can't even start to serve God right until you figure out who Jesus is. Well, hallelujah, praise God. So now Jesus, who is God in the flesh, begins to preach. He begins to preach the gospel. People begin to wonder what he's talking about. People begin to think because this had to be revealed. Amen. And he begins to preach, and there's a man named Nicodemus who is a Pharisee, a very intelligent man, according to the law of Moses, been to all the great schools of theology, you could say. Amen. He knew all the ins and outs of religion, but he had never seen anything like Jesus was preaching. Amen. He had never seen uh, the 5,000 fed. You'd never seen multiplication tables like Jesus was doing it. He'd never seen a doctor heal somebody like Jesus was healing people. He'd never seen such wisdom as Jesus was preaching. Amen. And Nicodemus comes to Jesus by night because he's a little ashamed of the, that new wild church that came into town. So he snuck in on a Sunday and sat on the side where the camera couldn't see him. Praise God. Yeah, it's just, uh, I'm just rambling now. Praise God. Amen. But he came by nighttime. Amen. And he, he, he comes sneaking in to Jesus and he wanted to know what this was all about. And Jesus began to preach to this great man of theology. And he said, I say unto thee, except the man be born of water, and of the spirit he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must 
be born again. The wind blows where it wants to or where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but cannot tell whence it cometh or whither it goeth. So is every one that is born of the Spirit. Amen. Jesus, which was God manifest in the flesh, he comes preaching, you've got to be born of the water and of the Spirit. Amen. Who, who do you want to listen to today? Boy, I feel this in the Holy Ghost. Amen. Who are you going to listen to today? A televangelist or God in the flesh? Whose words carry more weight in your life? God manifests in the flesh or some yahoo trying to get your offering? And I feel it. Help me, Jesus. Amen. Don't, don't believe any other gospel that tells you there's an easier way. Don't, don't believe any gospel that says you can just repeat this sinner's prayer and bless God, you're on your way to heaven. Nobody can pluck you out of the Father's hand. Let me tell you what God in the flesh said. You've got to be born again of the water and of the Spirit. Hey. Hey, if I didn't know for sure whether I was born again or not, I wouldn't leave this building until I was born again. Uh, If I hadn't been baptized in Jesus' name, I wouldn't leave this building until I was baptized in Jesus' name. Come on, let's love Jesus right now. Hallelujah. 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 And Jesus speaking to a man named Simon Peter in Matthew the 16th chapter. And he said, I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church. Amen, not somebody else's church. Not the government church. Amen, he said, I'm gonna build my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. And whatsoever thou shalt loose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. You know what this is? Man, you know what keys are for? To get into something that's locked out to you right now. If you want to get in your house, you better have the keys to get in your house. If you want to get in your car, you better have the keys to get in your car. Jesus was speaking to a man and said, I'm going to give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. You know what that means? It's going to be locked out. Ooh, hallelujah. Amen. He's going to lock it up. There ain't nobody going to get in unless they have the keys. Unless they use the keys. Amen. On, on the day the church started was a day called Pentecost. Amen. And they've been waiting. They've been praying for 10 days. They were waiting on the promise of the Father. Amen. They, were, they didn't know what to expect, kind of like some people in this church right now. You're thinking, what on earth? That's what they were thinking. What on earth? But they were just being obedient, waiting on a promise from the Father. And so here they are in a little upper room, 120 people, and all of a sudden what Brother Geed read this morning The day of Pentecost, the Holy Ghost fell upon every one of them and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost. 
and began to speak with other tongues. Well, I ain't doing that. Well, you ain't born again. When you get the Holy Ghost, honey, you're going to be... You won't be speaking English no more. You won't be speaking Portuguese no more. You won't be speaking Spanish no more. When the Holy Ghost comes up on you, you're going to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gives the utterance. Come on, let's clap our hands. People that were there saw what happened and wondered what was going on. Peter began to preach a message to them. He preached the message. They were convicted in their heart and said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Amen. Then it wasn't Jimmy Swaggart stood up and started preaching. And it wasn't Billy Graham stood up and started preaching. And it wasn't the Pope stood up and started preaching. But it was a very important man named Simon Peter. Amen. He wasn't just a fisherman anymore. He had the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Amen. He started preaching uh, and he said, repent. Well, that's a bad word right there. Amen. We always heard repeat. But the man with the keys said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of all of your sins and you shall be filled with the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and unto your children and to everybody in hot springs and as many as the Lord our God shall call. Guess what happened? 3,000 people on one day said, sign me up. I want it. And they got the Holy Ghost and we're back. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. During those days, there was a lot of, you could call it racism. Amen. The Jews, there was only three kinds of people. You were either a Jew or you were a non-Jew, which we call a Gentile, or you were mixed which means you were a Samaritan. So you were either a Jew or a Gentile or a Samaritan. Well, on the day of Pentecost, it was all Jews. And they all repented of their sins. They all got baptized in Jesus' name. And they all received the Holy Ghost. Say, well, that's just for the Jews. No, it ain't because you keep on going to Acts, the 8th chapter. Amen. And the Samaritans are standing there. They need Jesus too, I said Samaritans need Jesus too. Uh, hallelujah. Amen. And the gospel was preached to them uh, and they got the Holy Ghost uh, just like the Jews did uh, and they were baptized in Jesus' name. Thank God the Samaritans got the truth. What about them old Gentiles? Oh Lord, them old roughnecks. Them old hillbillies. Them old Gentiles. Amen. You know what? They need the Holy Ghost too. Because uh, you keep on reading in Acts, the 10th chapter. Uh, here's the Jew. He don't even want to be here. He's like Jonah in Nineveh. He's somewhere he don't even want to be. Uh, but when the gospel gets in your mouth, uh, you can't help it. Uh, when you get... And he begins to preach. Uh, and he preaches... Uh, 
You got to do right. <laughs> Amen. And all of a sudden, during preaching, this is when it gets real good. It's while he's preaching. Amen. <laughs> There's power in preaching. Huh? He said, well, I don't know if I believe that. I'm telling you, God chose the foolishness of preaching uh, to save them which believe. Uh, amen. Uh, Hallelujah. Amen. And he's at Cornelius' house. And all of a sudden, the Holy Ghost falls on Cornelius and all his house. And they all get baptized. So now the Jews got the Holy Ghost. They're getting baptized in Jesus' name. The Samaritans get the Holy Ghost. They're getting baptized in Jesus' name. Now the Gentiles. What, what is the Lord trying to tell you? Everybody in the world needs what we've got. Amen. North America, South America, Africa, Europe, Asia. Then he ran into some, you know, saved people. In Acts, the 19th chapter, amen, he ran into some disciples of John. Boy, they're the toughest ones. Amen. The ones that's already been baptized and they think they're born again. They think they're saved. They think they, they did what brother whatever said. Amen. And they were sitting there talking. And thank God for a man named Paul with a little boldness in him. Amen. Praise God. He said, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? Man, I was knocking doors one day and I happened to knock on the door of Jehovah Witness. She started preaching to me, blah, blah, blah. Tell me all about the kingdom of God and all this stuff. And I said, do you got the Holy Ghost? I don't know. She said, no, I, I think that's for later in the kingdom or something. I don't remember what she said. So let me tell you what the Bible said. The Bible said you shall receive power after that you receive the Holy Ghost and you shall be witnesses. I said you can't even be a witness till you get the Holy Ghost. She shut the door in my face and I went on to the next door. Will you come to church with me? Uh, let me tell you about a man uh, that was born in Bethlehem. Uh, let me tell you about a man uh, that turned my life around. Uh, let me tell you about a man. Come on, lift your hands to the Lord right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to carry on. I hope this is all right. I mean, I've preached a whole lot in the last week, but not to y'all. Praise God. Amen. This apostolic doctrine of Jesus' name, baptism, receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost, it was established by Jesus. The day he talked to Nicodemus, he established something. You've got to be born again. You've got to be born again. Amen. It was put into motion on the day of Pentecost. That's the day it cranked up. That's the day it was put uh, into, I don't know. You know <laughs> help me, Jesus. 
Amen. Everybody say it happened. Yeah. I didn't realize until you go down to Brazil and you got an interpreter. We say the same thing like 10 different ways. English is so beautiful. Amen. It's like you say, God is good. He's great. He's magnificent. He's wonderful. And the guy's saying the same thing over and over. He's God. Amen. Thank God for English. Amen. I mean every word I say. <laughs> Amen. You can just say it however you want to say it. Amen. But it was put into place by Jesus on that day when he, he laid down the groundwork when he spoke to Nicodemus. You've got to be born again. Nobody can change that. It was put into place on the day of Pentecost. I want to tell you something. It was the original gospel. What I'm preaching right now was the original gospel. Amen. The doctrine of the Trinity was established 300 years after Jesus. Let that settle in for a minute. How do we allow this false doctrine to infiltrate Christianity? I'll tell you how it happened. This is just history. The government got involved. It's getting kind of quiet now. Praise God. <laughs> you had people that was preaching oneness and people preaching false doctrines. And the government said, we need to all get along. And called the Council of Nicaea. And had a big vote and said, this is how we're going to do it. We're going to have a trinity. Of course, they didn't let the oneness people in the, in the meeting that day. He's got, they got lost in the mail, the invitation did. You know what it was? It was a government takeover of religion. You, a government takeover of religion. Amen. And I, I, I can't help it. I feel so much Holy Ghost right now. My question is, who do you want to believe today? God that was manifest in the flesh or Constantine, the emperor of Rome? Well, hallelujah. As for me and my house, we're going to look to that baby that was born in Bethlehem. Uh, amen. Uh, that baby that was born in Bethlehem uh, that gave his life on an old rugged cross uh, that was raised again on the third day. <laughs> Lift your hands to the Lord together. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, we come to draw some lines in the sand today. We're living in the last days. There's no such thing as ecumenical where we all believe the same thing. I believe the word of God. I'm going to stand on the word of God. 
Hey, I'm going to preach. If Jesus was your pastor, you'd be baptized in Jesus' name. And you'd be full of the Holy Ghost. Uh, and you'd speak with other tongues. If Simon Peter was your pastor, uh, you'd be baptized in Jesus' name uh, and receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. If the Apostle Paul was your pastor, uh, you'd be baptized in Jesus' name. Uh, You'd get full of the Holy Ghost uh, and you'd speak with other tongues. Well, the devil don't want me preaching this. We don't care what the devil don't like. We're going to preach oneness tonight. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Tell you that right there was a big deal. The Bible says there were in that same country shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, and the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David. Everybody say, a Savior. A Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly hosts praising God and saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Amen. The day that this happened was a big deal. You want to know why? This is the day spirit became flesh the angels were singing shepherds were singing there was a star that was leading wise men to where this baby was let me tell you something our world can pervert that day if they want to they can commercialize that day if they want to They can turn it into whatever they want to. But for me and for this Bible, that day right there was a big day. If God does not manifest himself in the flesh, you're lost and I'm lost. There's no remission of sins. Boy, I feel Jesus in this place. Amen. You know know what ought to get you excited? The fact that God didn't leave you like he found you. Amen. You know what gets you excited? Uh, is that a God that had everything. Uh, he had the cattle on a thousand hills. Uh, he, he could speak anything and have it. Uh, and he chose to, to manifest himself in the flesh. Hallelujah. Amen. Everybody say that was God. The Bible says, and I'm almost finished, beware. Everybody say beware. Beware. This means be cautious. 
Be very careful. Lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. Smart people is what he's talking about. Somebody that will wrestle the scriptures to say what they want it to say. After the tradition of men. After the rudiments of the world. And not after Christ. For in him. In Christ. In in that little manger right there. 2,000 years ago. Dwells all the fullness of the Godhead. Bodily. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily was laid in a manger. Some people think you get baptized in the titles of God. Some people get baptized and they lean them back and they say, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Aren't you glad you know what the name it really is? Yeah. Hallelujah. John 5, 43, Jesus said, I have come in my Father's name. So what was the revealed name of the Father? Jesus. The angel appeared unto Mary said, you're going to have a baby. You're going to call his name Jesus. What was the name of the son? Jesus. Jesus is standing there. He's saying the Holy Ghost, the comforter is going to come. And it's going to be sent in my name. Amen. It's the name. Amen. But some people baptize in titles instead of the name. Amen. So I, I come to, I come to uh, give you a few more titles. Yeah, if you, if you have a problem with the name, let me give you some more titles. Amen. Mighty God. You can't leave that title out. Praise God. Amen. Don't baptize Father, Son, Holy Ghost. At least say God, Mighty God, too. What about this? The Comforter. What about this? The Good Shepherd. Can't leave that one out if you're naming titles. He's the good shepherd. What about this? He said, I am the light. He said, I am the way. I am the truth. I am the life. I am the door. I am the vine. I'm the root. I'm the offspring. I'm the alpha. I'm the omega. I'm the logos. I'm the lamb. I'm the ancient of days. I am the savior. I am prophet. I am teacher. I am rabbi. I am the chief cornerstone. I am Lord. I am master. I am redeemer. And a thousand other ones. Or you could just say, in the name of Jesus. In him dwelleth all. The fullness, every adjective of divinity, every description, God is love. 
Bible said neither is there salvation in any other. For there is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Everybody say there's one name. Amen. Stand together with me. Lift your hands to the Lord. Hallelujah. I need some prayer warriors to help me pray right now. Hallelujah. Jesus. Come on, why don't somebody come? This is what the Lord dealt with me about. Whatever you need today, it's all in Him. If you're hurting today, He's the great physician. If you're in bondage today, He's the liberator. He's the prison shaker. If you need a father, He's here to open up His arms. If you need a comforter, He's here to help you. If you're confused today, He's here with sound doctrine. Come on, prayer warriors, help me pray right now. Jesus. Somebody just begin to call on that name right now. If you need the Holy Ghost, please come to this front. If you need a healing, come to this front. If you just want to come and worship that name. If you just want to come and give Him praise. For all that He's done. Oh, He's here. Open arms. Somebody pray. He's our everything. He's our everything. Spirit of God, Spirit of God, Spirit of God. 
Bye-bye.